Gilbert. I'm Gary Winnick. And welcome to the second stand-up meeting Thimbleweed Park podcast. So I think last week Gary started. Is that right? You started yes, last uh, week? Yeah. 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 I, oh. I, I like to talk more than you, actually, <laughs> even, even though you do a fine job. All right, then I will go first today. So what I did last week, I think last week, uh, most of my time was spent on the engine. David uh, started working, uh, I think, week before last. So last week he was doing a lot of stuff. So a lot of it was just fixing bugs that he was finding. So I fixed a lot of his stuff. We had an issue with the uh, height of the rooms, the pixel height of the rooms was inconsistent. So I had to go through and kind of do a bunch of math and figure out a consistent pixel height, you know, due to kind of the widescreen nature of the rooms and stuff. So I got that done. And then David and I went through and fixed all our rooms. I added uh, text objects to the engine. So you can display text on top of the screen now. And that'll be important for you know, close-ups that have text, things like when you're leafing through the, you know, Thimbleweed Nickel newspapers, being able to render text on stuff, on top of stuff completely under script control. And I was supposed to get the Windows version compiling, but I didn't actually get that done. So that has slipped to next week. And that's what I did last week. This week is finishing up the walk boxes. I'm almost done with that. I hope to get the walk boxes in uh, probably by the end of the day tomorrow. And we had our big brainstorming meeting with um, uh, yesterday with David, and we got all of the Act 3 puzzles done. And so most of today, I will be putting together the puzzle dependency chart for Act 3. And one thing I want to do is I want to take I want to take the Act 1, Act 2, and Act 3 puzzle dependency charts and and put them now into one big giant puzzle dependency chart for the game. So that'll that'll probably take me a while. Yeah, because it's not easy enough to understand right now or hard enough to understand. Yeah, because it's the three different acts and they're not completely separate. You know, there's some puzzles that you start in Act 1 and you actually finish in Act 3. And right now there's no real connection between those things. So I just want to get it into one big one big chart that'll probably take me a while that'll probably take me three or four hours of just connecting everything together to get that done and then next week i really do want to get the windows build working so i mean i was watching you do the puzzle dependency charts while we were brainstorming and i was kind of interested how dynamically you were able to sort of pull things and move them around and like you know change arrows and stuff it seems like what's the program you're using for that it's called omnigraphle yeah, it looks pretty cool. I'm going to have to, like, you know, uh, try to figure out how to use it or just not use it. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, it it's cool. nice. The thing, the thing I like about OmniGraphle, you know, there's a lot of charting programs out there, but the thing that OmniGraphle does is when you make two connections, it will re redo the entire graph automatically. So you know, you don't spend a lot of time sorting your boxes to get them in order. You just make connections and it resorts. And that's the thing I really like about about OmniGraphle for that. All right, that's me. So Yeah, what what I've been up to really is kind of more of the same. What I did last week and what I did this week, other than the fact that you and David came down for brainstorming, which was, you know, uh, a nice uh diversion, but we also managed to accomplish I think a lot. It's it's amazing to me how, you know, when we do things over Skype it works, but when you get everybody together in person, it goes so much faster. You know, it's just really yeah. There's there's something about being in person that that really helps with brainstorming. Yeah, I mean, you can see the expression on people's faces when they're getting pissed off and <laughs> stuff like that. Whereas on Skype, it's just like, are are you mad? No, I'm not mad. 
But anyway, um, so I've just been working primarily on wireframing rooms because there's just this long list of rooms. I think there's a in the neighborhood of about seventy total rooms in the game. There's seventy eight. Yeah, give give or take a few. And so I would say we're maybe um, I'll go out on a limb and say we're about halfway through that, or a little over halfway through that right now. Yeah, that that feels about right. Yeah, and what we're trying to do is sort of finish getting all of the wireframing together by the end of this month, so we can actually walk through the entire game from start to finish. Won't be able to do everything, but you'll be able to sort of have a contiguous continuity in terms of walking from place to place, which lets us, you know, understand how spatially the map works and whether or not you know player can sort of understand how they're getting from point A to point B. I think it's working out. I mean, there's a few things we'll have to modify, but overall, it feels like it's fairly solid. Um, the other thing thing is is that in addition to doing that which is basically what i'm doing right now this week i'm kind of last week i worked on the um manor house stuff the mansion stuff that's uh, like related to the house that we have in the game and then this week i've been working on the hotel and the hotel's a little bit more complicated just because of the expansiveness of the scale of rooms inside of the hotel at least in terms of things like you know the entryway and ballrooms where thimblecon takes place and stuff like that so that's all coming together i think it's actually some of it's looking pretty funny to me i'm you know i don't know if we'll post any of that you know i want to make sure obviously that everything we do is spoiler free and just to anybody who's listening everything we're telling you right now is 100% spoiler free at this point in time. Yeah, I got the the room, the I guess the hotel floor. I got that wired in and I wired in the elevator so you can actually push the oh, buttons cool. and the elevator doors open and you can walk in the elevator and you can't actually take the elevator anywhere yet, but but you but the elevator is actually functioning and that was that was pretty cool. For some reason I love elevators in adventure games. I don't know why. Did you um put up a more recent build that has all that in it yet or not no the build i think the last build you had crashed and it so did. i yeah i need to do a new build i'll do a new build as soon as we're done with the call okay cool um and then the other thing i'm doing is i'm looking at other resources relative to both working inside of the game but also we're starting to look at all the ancillary materials for the game so as we mentioned previously ken macklin's been working on the cover we've been going back and forth with him um he has a new round of layouts we will probably post some of those. I did have a conversation with Ken, and he's willing to write a couple blog posts on our um, on thimbleweedpark.com. So we'll be able to have something from Ken directly about his process up there. And then I'm going to be working with a couple of graphic designers, or mainly one graphic designer. I'm not going to name names right now because I'm still working that out. But we'll be working to sort of develop the actual logos for the, um, you know, printed materials for the box and for the poster and things like that, as well as coming up with a logo for Terrible Toy Box, which is our company. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I will talk to you um, and anybody else who cares to listen next week. All right. See you around. Okay. Bye.